0: welcome to Talk Rehab. I'm Bill Nolting, and today we're going to learn about the upcoming virtual CRT congressional fly-in on September 21st, part of CRT Awareness Week. We'll spend a few minutes with Don Clayback, Executive Director of the National Coalition for Assistive and Rehab Technology, NCART, McKay Lee, Associate Director of NCART, and Wheezy Walker, Executive Director of the National Registry of Rehab Technology Suppliers, NARTS. We live in a world of acronyms. Welcome, everybody, and thanks for doing this. First of all, what is a virtual CRT congressional fly-in?
1: Well, I'll kick it off, I guess, uh, Bill. It's um, meant to give us a, a, a gathering where we can all come together and take the CRT message to members of Congress. It's really a, a continuation of a historic partnership with Ncard and NARTs where we've brought CRT stakeholders together in Washington DC every year to allow suppliers, consumers, manufacturers, clinicians, and others to meet individually with their members of Congress and their staff to help them understand what CRT is, the problems that are impacting access and how Congress can help us uh, resolve those
0: and make sure people can get the equipment they require. Is there a primary objective? What is our common message? What specifically do we want to accomplish?
1: I I would say the primary objective is to continue to educate Congress on what CRT is and why access is important. Um, As we sit here today, you know, on July 23rd, we're not sure what the exact issue is going to be when we're meeting with members in September. So we'll be developing and fine tuning that um, between now and then. But it'll be basically that message that here's what CRT is, here's the issues that we're faced with, and here's how Congress can help us.
0: Thanks, Don. Wheezy, what's your spin on this?
2: Well, I I would certainly uh, reiterate what Don just said, but I think it's important to look at how this event started back in the day. Simon Margolis was executive director of NARTS, and he had this vision of having continuing education in dc and then adding on to that the advocacy part and that's kind of how it got started and the second year we were there we had uh crt users um in the group and it just became really apparent that their message was much more powerful When we had these meetings with our representatives and senators, from that, it's kind of evolved into this partnership with NCART and trying to get more people who use CRT to understand the limitations that CMS puts on us as providers of CRT and to get them involved in, in doing the right thing. So as, as Don said, it I think last year, obviously, we didn't get to hold the conference. It had to be canceled at the last minute. But we're always focused on making sure that, A, the, the Congress n- understands what CRT means, what is complex rehab technology, and that they are meeting the people who depend on it for their quality of life and being able to participate, like everyone is should be able to go to work, go to school, whatever. What we're understanding is there is more awareness, but we have a long way to go on that front. And even even some of the people that use custom wheelchairs don't Know that you know CRT is the term that refers to that, and I think I think that's an important
3: function of this event
2: awareness. McKay,
0: do you have anything to add to that?
3: Um, a little, yeah. I mean it's 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 hard to uh, to add much more to what Weezy and Don have said because they've sort of summed it up so perfectly. But you know, we are working with a new Congress now. Um, there's new staff members for sure. And there has certainly been many topics um, and discussions being presented to these individuals, to Congress as a whole, over the course of of the last year, year and a half. Now it is really critical to keep CRT included in those discussions, and to make sure that these policymakers, these policy influencers, understand, you know, what complex rehab is. You know exactly what uh, what Don and Weezy have both just shared, uh, but that they understand what the issues at hand are and that we deliver those asks uh, regarding what needs to be done next. Okay,
0: good info. We know what it is. Now, how does it work? How does a virtual congressional fly-in work? Don?
1: Well, the good news is, Bill, we think it works smoothly and we think it works very uh, easily from the attendee perspective. Um, What we're asking people to do is once they sign up and commit to attending, and again, this year it'll be a remote um, attendance, so it's great that people don't have to actually fly to DC, but once they sign up and register, we pretty much take it from there that we and the um, consultants that we're working with will set up the appointments for people with their members of Congress. We will prepare the related uh, talking points We will also be holding a a preparation webinar, an advanced prep webinar, so we can prepare people to uh, make those calls effective. And then we'll be also matching people with other uh, individuals within their state. So the first step is just to get people signed up. And then once they do that, um, we'll take it from there and we'll make it an easy process. And and based on folks, uh, uh, the comments we've gotten from past attendees, people are very... uh, positive after their first experience dealing with their members of Congress.
0: We've all been living in Zoom land for the last year. Is this going to be a Zoom event?
1: Exactly. It'll all all be done through the Zoom platform. And so many people are already familiar with that. And for those that aren't, we'll be covering that on the advanced prep webinar to make sure everyone
0: is comfortable. So I don't have to worry about setting up any meetings. That'll all be taken care of once I register. Exactly. And Weezy, what do you want listeners of this to do?
2: Well, uh, first of all, uh, think of it as um, if for uh, obviously, as Don said, for people that have participated before, they, they know the drill. Right. But we're hoping to increase the numbers of people participating this year because it is virtual and easy. You can do it from your living room. Um, in your pajamas, if you wanted to. And so that, that should translate into more people participating. And, and what we're hoping is that as they gain confidence in in communicating with their members of Congress, uh, they will take that in, throughout the year and maintain contact with their congressmen, whether it's via email, phone call, uh, another Zoom meeting um, on their own, or, you know, the local offices. That is a very effective way to get to know the member, meeting with them in in where you live. Until we have the masses of people doing that, it just makes the uh, fight a little more difficult. Uh, we need more people to carry the load, if you will. And we're always brainstorming on ways to engage more people. And it's such a, a small segment of the population that uses CRT, but it is so vitally important to each and every one of those people. So, So that's our challenge is get people involved, whether it's the first time or 10th time, and keep them involved throughout the year.
0: Don said there are going to be some prep meetings. I'm not good at talking to people, nor am I experienced in trying to convince a legislator of anything. Will there be a group leader? I mean, obviously there will be 10, 20, 50 different meetings, and I might be part of a couple of them. Is somebody going to help me get ready for that?
2: Yes. Just like in our previous conferences, the groups are divided into state by state and there'll always be uh, someone with a person that you know nobody's going into it on their own and and the preparation is going to provide you with the talking points and the leader will set up a meeting with just that group from that state and and you'll actually have an opportunity to talk together I actually spoke with Andrew Davis yesterday, who's a, an advocate from Georgia, and he was um, on the Unite for CRT call the other night, and he called me, and he, he wanted to know how it would work. And after we talked, he was reassured that it's different, but it's the same. I mean, you know, we're, we're still meeting as a group with, with that member or the aide. And we're going to know what we're going to say ahead of time. In my experience, usually when people have an opportunity to talk about something as vital to them as the access to complex rehab technology, appropriate technology, they they can be very talkative about that, given the opportunity. Well,
0: we've got about two months, I guess, right? McKay, how do I register? When will I be able to register?
3: Great question, Bill. So, we expect registration. We're finishing up just the, the final touches on uh, the event website right now and should be able to get that open next week along with registration. Um, so, folks can be expecting to hear from us via email and social media and uh, they'll be able to register as, as soon as that that's open. So, we expect by uh, the end of next week to uh, start beginning the registration process. Those Appointment requests will start going out in about mid August to uh, congressional offices to start the, the scheduling process. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to it. It shouldn't be too long now.
0: How many participants are you expecting?
3: Uh, well, everything that, that we've heard based on conversations we had as we've been planning this event over the last couple of months is that organizations who have switched over to a virtual format are seeing increases in participation, simply because, you know, people don't have to worry about planning their travel, finding hotels, uh, taking off of work, or finding someone to look after the kids while they're out of town, things like that. So uh, we are expecting to see or hoping to see more folks than we usually do, like like Weezy said, getting involved in this opportunity to advocate for complex rehab. Normally, uh, for an in-person event, we would see somewhere around 220 attendees. So we are very optimistic that we'll see over 300, 350. And if we can get more than that bill, we'll certainly take it. But um, we're looking, we're really looking forward to seeing how many folks uh, get involved in this chance to, to share complex rehab and the related messaging with Congress.
0: Don, have you already been doing this virtual thing? Have you spoken with legislators and prepped them for this new way of communicating?
3: Yes,
1: we have, Bill. And that's a great question that um, they have been doing it. And frankly, in in some ways, it's a positive um, from their perspective because they can typically have more meetings when they're doing it remotely. Um, It's a little easier to manage. Uh, And also, I think, frankly, we also maybe have more undivided attention because we're going to have them on camera, along with our group. So it certainly brings with it a little different uh, uh, kind of operating protocol. And uh, once we've got everybody comfortable with the Zoom technology, I think it'll make for, you know, productive meetings. Um, We certainly think we'll be back hopefully in person next year. But for this year, I think being able to do it remotely, and the fact that the congressional staff really have been Um, meeting remotely with other constituents for the past 12 months or so, you know, they're pretty adept at that. And I think have gotten used to how they want to handle those meetings.
0: And since it's all being recorded, it would appear to me that there'd be significant residual benefit to having all of this recorded so that it could be used a bunch of different ways.
1: Exactly. We'll have that opportunity to, again, use the technology to uh, capture messaging and sound bites and use those as we move forward.
0: And I love the accountability aspect of it, too. I noticed on the artwork that McKay shared, it says, hosted by Ancart and Narts." What does hosted mean?
1: We do all the work it means, right? <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I guess that's what it means. Uh, There's no cocktail party or anything? If We would love to be able to do that. That, that would certainly be an in-person event. But I also want to acknowledge the sponsors. I I'm, can't list them all right now off the top of my head, but I, I, I think it's important to note that last year, um, people had pledged money to for sponsorship, and we had some that were willing to uh, donate the money towards advocacy and others that um, put that towards this year's sponsorship. And without this... Of these sponsors, we wouldn't be able to do this. The cost of doing it virtual is certainly significantly less, but it's still a significant cost to engage this group that I, I think I read yesterday that today they've done 117 virtual fly-in conferences. So we're we're confident that It'll be handled very professionally and uh, without too many issues, um, maybe no issues. But there's a significant cost in doing that, and we want to let people know that this is because of the the CRT stakeholders. They rally when when we ask them; they're there to support it. There's no question that it's it's important for our tiny little industry to keep our voice out there. Well,
0: it's certainly nice to have these sponsors and to be a sponsor. And we're really fortunate to have people that are interested in doing and helping to fund this meaningful work. But as a sponsor, what do I get?
2: Well, what you're getting is um, a lot of recognition uh, throughout the process on the, uh, I I think this is the right term, It's, it's an app right, McKay, that it, each attendee will have that helps them with the login information, the scheduling, and the talking points, and those logos are going to be part of that. Also, they will get recognition and directions, publication of nards. but I don't think necessarily that's why they do it. It's because they know it's the right thing to do, and it's necessary. And I think, Bill, there's got, as Weezy said,
1: there's, you know, different levels. And we've got, we certainly are going to widely publicize the support that we're getting from these sponsors, because as Weezy said it, that really is what enabled us to do this. There certainly is a lot of man hours that goes into it behind the scenes. But the fact that we've had a loyal group of industry supporters throughout kind of the history of the event has been great. And we do want to make sure we give them recognition, you know, on the website on the preparation webinar that we'll have, um, on the Directions magazine, as Wheezy mentioned. So um, we don't want to be shy about giving people thanks for weighing in and helping us put this on.
0: Well, we've covered a lot of ground, talked about a lot of things. Don, is there anything, a final message you'd like to share? No, I would
1: just thank everybody for, for considering attending. Um, again, NCART and Arts are, are really committed to making this a successful event. Um, I know sometimes we get questions, people say, well, it seems like we have to go to Washington every year. When are we not going to have to do that? And the reality is, we always are going to have to do it. I mean, if you look at any industry organization, you know, you need to be in contact with Congress so that you don't get lost in all the other issues that are going on within D.C. And Congress plays such a big role, whether it's legislation or working with CMS, or even working with Medicaid programs. So it's critical that we stay in contact and not just once a year, but really this event is the one time every year that we go um, to educate Congress and it's having an effect. We've had some good wins over the past few years. We certainly have more to go and that's why it's even more important for people to invest their time. And we're hoping this year it's gonna be less cost Less time, uh, and we're we're optimistic that we'll get a good uh, reception. And thank everybody in v- advance for taking a look at this.
0: McKay, any final words?
3: Not many, Bill. I think I just uh, to reiterate what Don said. We hope that that folks will consider joining us this year. Uh, registration fees, we didn't cover that, but uh, they are significantly reduced. Registration for attendance is is thirty dollars per attendee uh, to be involved in this event. And to take advantage of the opportunity, um, and for individuals who utilize CRT for our CRT consumers, um, it's only fifteen dollars to participate. So, um, yeah, we're we're really excited. Um, as Don mentioned, there's a lot of man hours that have gone into getting this prepared. Um, as Leesy mentioned, we're grateful to our sponsors for giving us the support needed, um, and certainly recognize them for continuing. To assist us as we, you know, hold this event from year to year, yeah, I, I think that's probably all I really have to add. Bill is that we're we're looking forward to seeing it all come together, um, excited about the new platform and adapting to the times, as it were. Yeah, I think that's I think that's all I've got.
0: Weezy, you have anything?
2: No, I, I hope that people listening to this, if they have any questions, um, they can certainly reach out to any of us through NCART or NARTs for quest- questions to be answered. But I hope that, you know, you'll also consider um, reaching out to your friends, family, co-workers, whatever, and sh- and share this with them because we just we need more numbers. and. And that's going to be the gauge of success is how many people are participating. I, I think it will be very interesting to see, you know, how it works. I have to admit, on a personal level, I miss the in. End- person conferences that we've had in the past because they've been so uh, inspiring is sort of, I hate to even use that word, but it kind of gives us all that sense of a common purpose that we all have. It it doesn't matter what company you work for, that we're all there on board and trying to make these changes. It, It does seem daunting if you've never done it before, but Everyone will tell you that it's it's an easy process. Come find out for yourself. And Bill, one one last thing just to add um, is, is as McKay
1: mentioned, we're going to be doing a lot on social media and people will be hearing a lot more about this in terms of sign up. Um, as Weezy said, we'll have plenty on the NCART website and the NARTS website. So as listeners, if you haven't seen something, certainly reach out to us, or you'll be uh, hearing more through the social media venues. So thanks
0: again. Okay. Thank you, Don and McKay from NCART. Thank you, Wheezy from NARTs, for your time today and for honchoing this virtual CRT congressional fly-in. Don't forget to ink it in your calendar, September 21st. Keep on the lookout for the registration site, which should be open by now or any day Watch your social media channels, visit the NCART website, NCART, NCART.us, and the NARTS website, NRRTS.org. We need your help and we need your participation. Tell your neighbors, tell your relatives, your workmates, friends, Romans, countrymen, and countrywomen. Lend us your help. Well, that's all for now. From Talk Rehab, I'm Bill Nolting. Thanks for listening.